Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. What would you say for people right now that are seeing inflation skyrocket and they're looking at the future and they're saying, I mean, what do I, you know, this, <laughs> the markets are interesting to say the least. And then the leadership and the moves that people are making and kind of the, the future and the world uncertainty with all the, the news that comes because people are doing other non-traditional things that that they're calling assets such as you know cryptocurrency and uh, e even this new thing i'm hearing uh, digital real estate and nfts and all this type of things what are your thoughts on these and what would you say to people that are feeling concerned about the price of goods going up um and you know not knowing what to do with how that they could see everything that they have evaporate in a year's time I don't think it'll evaporate that fast. Uh, and again, I'm not, I'm not going to give any, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take credit for this. This is uh, David's quote, but he always says consistency trumps conviction. Okay. There are large, large organizations that run the market that can't see the market go down. And so they're going to constantly innovate and solve the problem. There's going to be new companies that come along, solve the problem. Is, is crypto solving a problem? I think so for a lot of places in the world, right? It's really big. It's not as big as in America because there are places where, you know, the value of their money fluctuates so much that crypto is the only consistency. Um, you know, NFTs and digital real estate, we're getting ready for this plugged in. I don't know if you've ever done a full on demo of Oculus, um, but it's a drug that hits straight to the bottom of your brainstem, man. And you can do 15 minutes of it and it feels like 15 seconds. And you're like, again, one more, one more round, right? So yeah. all this is coming. I think more than that, we've, we're going to have a big, so we're, we're all going to go down this path. I think here's my prediction. We're going to go down this path of being in this digital world. And then we're going to crave you know, real made things. We're going to crave time with humans we're going to crave that playground again right that nobody wants to play on so these are all cycles in life right when the when the tv first came out and the radio first came out nobody left their house because they could watch tv and then it cycles back around so this is just another cycle as part of our human story right what do you what do you think about the market with inflation how do people what are your thoughts about that about what they should do in this time should they be worried or should they start to invest in finding out about investing some of those core principles of investing and the importance of it because you talked about that you said hey you you're not building wealth for yourself you have the opportunity now to build wealth for yourself can you speak to the audience of people now who are um they're they're realizing that their business is more of this thing that has bought all their time but it's not producing the returns that they want to see or how do they take the you know the capital in a general sense, like we said, it's not investment advice and, and deploy it to do something greater for them in the long term. Because especially when you talk about that, having a conversation with your child, I'll be at the funeral and whatnot, because um, people don't know how to think 
multi-generationally. And especially when you talk about the family office, that staggering statistic of when, when there is wealth built and how the second and third generation, it's, it's seldom passes to the second, then to the third or to the fourth. And then some of the longest lasting companies that have been from, you know, I think there was a Japanese company that was like a 1600, 1400 year. They started out building, um, uh, you know, temples, then they iter they iterated and then they even made sure that if their daughters, who the husbands they would marry, they had, you know, it was just, they they were, <laughs> they kept it to the point. So what what is your thought about that, about the building wealth for the next generation and um, some basic principles of investing for those that are earning the, the, the capital, but don't know what to do with it? besides put it in a bank and hope. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the, the, the market funds uh, and without giving, you know, advice and I'm not a financial planner. Uh, I got a great team. If any of your people want to be connected with them, uh, happy to reach out. Um, the market's going to return what the market returns. Right. And I have been told by my team many a times, Peach, there's no way we can take $54 and turn it into tens and tens of millions of dollars. We just can't do that. Right. That's not how the system works. So the best bet you should make is on yourself. So that's bet number one. Right. And if you're a business owner and your business isn't going the way you think it should be going. Maybe you need to pivot your market. Maybe you need to go to a bigger pond where you can fish. Right. So if you're doing janitorial, are you adding COVID spraying? If you're doing COVID spraying, are you adding, you know, we do sell shit to laundry places to make sure your laundry is clean. Like, there's so many ways to pivot a basic business, right? To find the next step of, and I always say, move up the food chain, right? Move, if you're, if you're a consumer driven business, move up the food chain one level. So now you're supplying to other consumer driven businesses and you just keep moving up those food chains because you become more and more value, valuable and you control the price across more, right? So I'm a big believer in betting yourself. It's huge, bet on yourself. When you uh, talk about some of the skills that you see that are needed, because you talked about there's several businesses you have now that are and some that are going to about to sell, even can you speak to that almost, um, you know, they, they, they say that 50% of businesses fail in the first five years. And then, you know, most people don't think about buying a business as a way to kind of, that already is a cash flow business as a way to bypass. Can you speak a little bit to, you know, those encouraging who have built up a little capital and they're saying, man, maybe I, I, you know, do I go put this in the market and just hope for the best, not knowing what I'm doing? Do I get some professional help or can I do something like buy a business? Can you, can you speak a little to that? Now is the time, right? So all our parents, right? All those baby boomers have bought Pizza huts and subways and dry cleaners, all these kinds of businesses that cash flow great with the hope of one day their kids are going to run it. And their kids are like, Yeah, I don't want to do that. Oh, and they're right. like, Well, wait, wait, you were our exit strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to run your pizza hut, even though it's making a million dollars a year. I don't want that. So I'll tell you, a lot of these folks will own or finance. So if your listener can come up with 15% down, which they can get a loan on. They can have a pizza hut tomorrow from a baby boomer who's willing to own or finance that thing for you. Wow. And so, and I'm just saying pizza hut, there's thousands of businesses, right? And then if you're like, no, I want to start something on my own. Cool. Well, there's a whole bunch of those folks about to retire. So, you know, thinking about services that retirees need as they start to age out and get older, 
We're going to have a huge stress uh, on the system in terms of nursing homes, yeah. medical supply units, uh, transportation. I mean, there's it's endless if you just think of that bucket and go, what can I build to service that population that's going to need this service? Wow. How, how is it that you find yourself still maintaining? Carol Dwick wrote a great book called Mindset, where she talks about, you know, she coined pretty much coined the phrase is growth mindset and fixed mindset. How do you find yourself constantly curious? Because it is something that you have, you put in digital tutors prior to selling it that, that, that built it. I think that helped build up that valuation was those two things you talked about, that curiosity and almost that relentless problem solving, that not allowing the problem to crush you, but seeing it as this opportunity that's almost like attack it and get it done. Can you talk about that for yourself personally and how that is what how you see that being played into the future as that human skill that's needed rather than we, we talked about earlier about just kind of this caste-based economy what are some things that are distinctly human that people can really strengthen on skill-wise well that's a lot of questions the the easiest for me is um relativity right that's how i maintain this relentless pursuit of solving a problem relativity and when I say that, you know, when I was in the military, people are shooting guns at you. That's stressful. Absolutely. When my employees come down the down to my office and go, man, Peach, I'm, I'm so stressed out. I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me about it. Man, the computer's not working and I'm having a problem recording. I'm like, that's cool. Hey, quick question. Did Kyle get his head blown off today? No. Yeah, man. Did uh, you get shot today? No. I got a, I got a crazy idea that it's going to be a good day today, right? It's relative. And so, you know, our stress is relative. We generate a lot of that on our own. So let's, let's take a breath. Let's think about this. It's just a problem we got to solve, right? There's no stress in there. It's just a problem. Let's solve this problem. Oh, we got another problem. Let's solve that problem. Anybody get shot today? No, nope. going to be a good day, right? And if we just take that little bit of relativity that, look, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, right? But if I don't try, then I can't gripe about it. It's true. Right. If I'm not playing in the market or affecting the market, I can't I can't gripe about the market. Right. Yeah. Let's get after it. Let's let's build something. Let's make something. Why did you say that? And this is a huge thing. Uh, people give millennials a bad rap and they say they're very flaky and, you know, they're fighting. And I don't think so. Yeah. Talk about that. Cause um, I mean, there's a lot of data now where that's indicating compensation is not even the highest value for them of just like, Oh, throw me another six, seven figure salary and, you know, catered lunches and vacation. And that's not really the thing that's driving them. Because that's all stuff. Yeah. That's just stuff. That's at the, that's at the very bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.